Well, happy Catholic Schools Week. So a whole week in the church in America in which we dedicate to Catholic education because we believe it's that important. I don't know if you noticed, but you know our students are doing a lot of the mass parts. They're serving, they're singing, little ones are greeting. All because they love their faith. And the gospel we're given today is, is perfect. The Beatitudes. So I got, what do the Beatitudes have in common with Catholic education or Catholic schools? If you know this, the Beatitudes are part of this, what we call the Sermon on the Mount, which is Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7. And Beatitude, the word Beatitude in Greek is makarios, and makarios means happy. So what Jesus is doing is he's laying out his textbook, his playbook, if you will, for happiness. Because as the great 20th century theologian Bruce Springsteen once said, (laughs) everybody has a hungry heart. What does that mean? I don't know if he knew what it meant, but it means everybody wants to be happy. Everybody wants love in their life, joy in their life. And Jesus is giving us the way to that through the Beatitudes. Therefore, the Beatitudes are the core of Christian education. It's perfect for today. And thankfully, we don't have to rely on Bruce Springsteen. Because whether he knows it or not, he stole it from a great 4th century theologian named St. Augustine. St. Augustine said, Our hearts are restless, O Lord, until they rest in you. Grant that I may know and understand what is my first obligation to call upon you and to worship you. You guys, St. Augustine was the, probably the greatest mind ever in the Catholic Church, if not, this is bold, but possible, in the world. Maybe the smartest man to ever live, one of them. And he said, the primary obligation of humanity is to pray and worship. You know what primary means? First. First. It gets priority. Now, I don't know if you know this, but Augustine was no, like, staunch Catholic prior to his conversion. Augustine was a wild man. He did everything that the world told him was going to bring him happiness. Everything except go to church. He had a kid out of wedlock. Did you know that? The greatest mind in the Catholic Church had a baby outside of marriage. He had several mistresses, too. Chalk that up to the list. I mean, that should give us hope. If a guy like that can have that big of a turn and become that great of a saint, we all got a chance. The other thing that Augustine had going for him, though, was his mom, St. Monica. She was in the background the whole time praying. And see, moms are tricky. You got to watch them. Because they're always there praying in the background. It's not fair. Because God listens to the prayers of a mother. You know, Monica was so frustrated at one point because her son was just an idiot. That she went to the Bishop of Milan, and his name was St. Ambrose. And she was crying, and she said, When? All I want for my son is just for him to be a Catholic. And Ambrose famously said, It is not possible that the son of so many tears will ever perish. But here's the catch. Why bring all this up today? Because the main reason that St. Augustine converted 
to the Catholic faith was because of Ambrose. And Ambrose was a teacher. He was a Catholic school teacher and a bishop and a doctor of the church. But what he did is he was a a super eloquent, eloquent preacher. And Augustine was a great orator and he wanted to speak well. And here's, see, Monica, these moms, man, she says to him, hey, Augustine, Ambrose is an awesome orator. You could probably learn from him. Maybe you should go listen to him. And he's like, ah, good idea, mother. See? You're tricking. It's tricky. Because she knew that if he went and listened to him, yes, his, his oration would get better. But he would also learn about Jesus. And that is exactly what happened. Ambrose taught Augustine all about Christ and how to live virtue and prayer. And not only did he explain it to Augustine, he helped him to realize that dependence on God was the sole source of happiness. Augustine realized this so much, you guys, that he famously said this line. It's a great line. He said, love God and then do whatever you want. You understand what he's saying? Because if you love God with your whole mind, body, soul, spirit, you'll never do anything to hurt him. You're free. And Augustine became one of the great saints in the church. But he would have been left in his sinful ways. And he wouldn't have done anything for the Western world if Ambrose had not taught him the truth of the Christian faith. If he didn't have a mentor, someone walking with him, showing him the Christian he never would have changed. Teenagers and children need to be instructed in the faith. And not for one hour a week. Our faith formation programs are grossly outmatched by the classroom of the world. Augustine went to Ambrose to listen to him. And if he wouldn't, he would have fallen right back into the ways of the world. And so will your children. Parents who are seriously concerned with their children's well-being, make sure that the truths are ingrained, that they have the primary place. The greatest asset we have for that in the modern day and age is Catholic education, Catholic schools. CTD is okay. Confirmation is excellent. I only say that because I teach it. But it's not enough. It's not even close to enough. I Googled real quick last night before the 4 p.m. and found out, because Google is the source of all truth, on average, children ages 8 to 12 in the United States spend 4 to 6 hours on screens. And teenagers spend up to nine hours on screens. Now, I know some of that is based on education because everybody's using iPads and it's the digital world now. But a lot of it is wasted time. And a lot of it is they're watching stuff that any good Christian parent would be radically opposed to. Radically opposed to. We need a space where they can learn about the faith, where they can find community, friendship, virtue. And I'm not alone. The U.S. bishops just put out a statement that said this. We, the bishops of America, declare that the greatest asset we have in the modern world for the education of young people is the Catholic school system. And I would understand if you came to me and said, I'm not sending to Catholic schools because, I don't know, they're crazy. Or there's bad education. But that's not the case. Or I would even try, I would... I would I would agree with you if you said, I'm not sending to Catholic schools because they don't teach the faith. It's stupid. It's, it's goofy. It's a heresy. Fine. But we don't do that. 
every school in the Bismarck Mandan area that is Catholic is Orthodox and teaches the truth. I can't make your kids good. We, as a school, can't make your kids good. But what we can do is give them the tools to be good. We can do our best to mentor them. Give them the environment, the opportunity to encounter the person of Jesus. And this has been a great failure in catechesis for generations. And consequently, the church has suffered overwhelmingly. And I, I want to apologize. I don't even know if I can do this. But I want to apologize on behalf of the church. I don't know if I have that authority, but I'm doing it. I want to apologize for how bad the formation was in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. I went through it. I remember on a retreat one time, they made us, they, we took a rock and we wrote our sins on the rock and then we threw it into the river. What is that? Collage day? Remember that? You know, go through all these magazines and cut out your feelings and put them on a big piece of paper. Banner theology, we had banners all over the place with butterflies and you can't hang your coat on it. You can't even hang your soul on that. It's no wonder people were leaving. They weren't having the encounter. Everything was about feelings. And because of this, we have an entire generation that is not well taught in the faith and has not passed it on as well as they should have to their kids. I don't think one hour a week is going to make our kids intense followers of Jesus Christ. I don't. And I don't think it's because they're bad. I think it's because they're just like Augustine without Ambrose. Without a teacher and guide, to guide you in the ways of the faith, you will fall into the ways of the world. It happened to Augustine. It happened to me. If it wouldn't, you guys, if it wouldn't have been for Monsignor Tom Richter and Bishop Austin that are coming in in 1997 to St. Mary's High School and lighting that place up, I would not be here today. I don't know where I'd be. I'd probably be on the street somewhere. I don't but they spoke truth. And when truth is spoken, it affects the heart and it changes the soul. I have a great love for this generation of kids, students. I see that they want truth. They do. I used to spend the vast majority of my summers with high school kids. I see the intense good that they're capable of. And I'm begging you to consider the great opportunity we have in the cities of Bismarck and Mandan with our Catholic schools. If you're not able to handle the financial requirements, I have said from the beginning that I got here, I will find a way to make it work. Half of my priesthood is raising money for this school. And I'm not complaining. I love doing it. Because with every dollar that's earned that goes to help a kid learn, a soul is changed. And that's how it works, you guys, one soul at a time. We've been educating for 120 years and we must continue. We're an iconic symbol of Christianity in the city of Mandan. A light that has to be kept burning brightly and cannot and will not go out. May God bless you and guide you, parents, as you make this decision. One of the most important decisions you can make about what kind of education you want your child to have. But I want you to remember something. It was because of a teacher that St. Augustine converted to the Catholic faith. And without St. Ambrose, there is no St. Augustine. And without St. Augustine, we would have lost to history, as Pope Benedict once said, the greatest figure in the history of thought.
St. Augustine, his philosophy, theology formed the Western world, you guys. And if it wouldn't have been for Ambrose, there wouldn't have been a St. Augustine. So I ask you to pray for our teachers, our students and staff, that we too, like Ambrose, will teach and model the faith for our students in such a way that they will want to follow Jesus as passionately as St. Augustine did.